Hello, I'm Matt Dolly, and this is your New Orleans Saints versus the Arizona Cardinals Thursday night football game preview. Now, hey, both these teams are reeling right now, coming off losses in week number six, in which the New Orleans Saints dropped a big-time game against Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, and those Cincinnati Bengals there, 30-26. to Meanwhile, the Arizona Cardinals, they lost to the Seattle Seahawks, 19-9. to With that being said, let's dive into the tail of the tape here, starting at the quarterback position for the New Orleans Saints there. Now, we know that Andy Dalton was practicing on Monday and Tuesday, so that's a good sign there. But let's talk about Jameis Winston, because Jameis Winston really should be a national treasure. should be protected at all times. Now, is Winston going to return to the Saints lineup in time to face the 11th friendliest defense to opposing quarterbacks this season in the Arizona Cardinals? Look, Arizona, they are allowing 18.38 fantasy points per game this season to the quarterback position and have yielded eight touchdowns to quarterbacks in the air and an additional two on the ground. The last time that we saw Jameis Winston under center, he was just finishing up tossing five interceptions in two games there. But you know what? Jameis Winston, he's got that YOLO ball going on there. He is not afraid to chuck it up there. He was chucking it up 38 times per contest there, averaging 286 yards per game prior to missing out of those last few contests there with that back injury. If Winston has to miss this game again, we know what we're getting in Andy Dalton at this point. Dalton has struggled to lead this offense in Winston's absence there. And then again, he hasn't really had a full arsenal of wide receivers here either. In three games, Dalton is averaging 195 yards and completing 63% of his passes. On the other sideline is pro bowler Kyler Murray. Now, I'm going to need a fact checker to kind of get this rumor put to rest here and whatnot. But the rumor out there right now is Kyler Murray's record hasn't been very good when Call of Duty is offering double the XP points there on weekend. Now, Murray, by his own admission here, has spoke this season about how this has become the most difficult season to date since that rookie campaign. Now, perhaps the Saints secondary is just what he needs at this time. New Orleans has allowed, on average, 18.22 fantasy points per game this season, which is the 12th most, and they have allowed opposing quarterbacks nine passing touchdowns and two rushing touchdowns to boot. Now, Murray struggles when passing the ball. They are well-documented. It is quite evident all season long. While he sits 12th in passing yards there with 1,463, his completion percentage there at 35.4%, yards per attempt at 7.1, and his EPA per dropback on passes more than 10 yards down the field, that ranks dead last. Now, Rich Rebar here recently pointed out that only 28.3% of third down throws have resulted in first downs or touchdowns for Kyler Murray which also happened to rank near the bottom of the league in those categories. It is of worth note here that the Saints defensive splits for the games one through three versus games four through six are basically night and day from one another. In those first three weeks of the season, New Orleans only allowed 22.6 points per game. They were eighth in EPA per play. They were eighth in success rate and 12th in pass EPA per play. Now, meanwhile, in weeks four through six, there they saw an uptick in all those metrics there. They went from 23 points per game all the way up to 30 points per game allowed there, 29th in EPA per play, 29th in success rate, and 30th in pass EPA per play. And that's all per Connor Allen there. Now, turning our attention to the running back position, Alvin Kamara, over the last two weeks, he has posted 318 yards from scrimmage. That's 202 yards on the ground, 116 receiving yards there on 12 receptions. Arizona's defense has yielded the 11th fewest fantasy points this season to backs. However, they did just allow Kenneth Walker 110 scrimmage yards just a week ago. Can we please get this man a touchdown, though? Kamara has seen 83 opportunities this season, 66 rushing attempts, 17 receptions, and he has still yet to hit pay dirt. 
At least he has 120 plus yards in back-to-back games, which has him sitting as the RB6 over these previous two weeks here, despite not being able to find the end zone. It also doesn't hurt when you see 69% of the running back snaps and 65% of the route involvement rate from the running back position like Alvin Kamara has seen. Now, running backs for the Arizona Cardinals, I'd be lying if I told you they haven't been disappointed this season. James Conner, how close is he to returning there after missing last week's contest due to that rib injury? New Orleans is going to be a formidable test for whoever gets in that backfield here for Arizona, let alone a back who's trying to work himself back into the lineup. The Saints have allowed the 11th most rushing yards this season, but they have only allowed two touchdowns to date on the ground, and they're only allowing 18.38 fantasy points per game to the position, which happens to be the eighth fewest. Another one of those bend-but-don't-break type defenses. Now, Eno Benjamin, don't go breaking my heart. Don't go breaking fantasy bank here on him in your waivers, which you probably already did last week. But Eno Benjamin, he got the start over Connor last week, and we all expected big things from the second year back last week. Our expectations appear to have been a little bit misplaced as Benjamin produced only 37 yards on 15 carries, while he did add 28 more yards on three receptions. Looking at last week there, Benjamin, he may not be ready to take on a full workload, maybe not be that workhorse back, but he keeps fantasy managers interested with his ability to catch the ball out of that backfield. Speaking of those pass catchers here, let's turn our attention to the New Orleans Saints pass catcher slash pass catchers, starting with Chris Olave there. No Michael Thomas, no Jarvis Landry, more than likely again this week. That leaves Traquan Smith, Marquez Calloway, and Chris Olave. It's true, Olave, he's coming off an injury himself there. We saw him kind of get that ragdoll concussion there in week number five. He missed week number six there. So who knows where we're going to be at with him right now. But right now, he is off the injury report for the New Orleans Saints. And Mr. Air Yards himself is ready to roll on Thursday night. Olave's 389 receiving yards is 19th in the NFL, and that is also more than Michael Thomas, Joe Horn, Marquise Colston, or any other Saint has been able to do within the first five games in New Orleans Saints history. Olave is one of the premier deep threats in today's game right now. He has eight catches of more than 15 yards this season, and he has basically been Mr. Air Yards himself, leading the NFL with 744 of them, accounting for 41.5% of the Saints' air yards to date. Olave's average, his average depth of target leads all receivers with a minimum of 15 targets, and that comes in at 17.71, and that's on 42 targets so far this season. He also leads all rookies in yards per reception at 15.6. If you're wondering where that ranks amongst the receivers in today's game, that is good enough for 13th. Whether it's Andy Dalton, Jameis Winston, or heck, even if it's Taysom Hill, you know that they're basically going to be closing their eyes and chucking it up down the field and going, hey, you know what? Olave, he's down there somewhere. And with Olave, he's got the ability where all it takes is one. Now, we know Olave's going to need some help in his return to the lineup, and that's where Traquan Smith and Marquez Callaway likely come into play. Last week, Andy Dalton threw for a 162 yards, and the duo of Traquan Smith and Marquez Callaway there accounted for 79 of those yards and six of Dalton's 17 completions. Neither one of these guys are going to be mistaken for Olave or Michael Thomas or Jarvis Landry for that matter, but if you are in a bi-week pinch, both these guys are probably going to be away on your waivers right now. They're going to be available, and they could provide some unexpected production, much like that touchdown that Smith got last week against the Bengals. Again, the expectation is that Michael Thomas and Jarvis Landry are going to miss this game. Neither one of them practiced on Monday. Neither one of them practiced on Tuesday. So you could do worse than plugging in one of these other guys into your lineups here this week.
Now let's just touch on Michael Thomas and Jarvis Lattery just for a second. To quote one of the greatest movies of all time there, another day, another Doug. And that's basically how I'm looking at Michael Thomas right now. Another week, he's out again. That's just what Michael Thomas has been. He has played in just three of the Saints' six games so far this season, and he's contributed 16 receptions, 171s, and three touchdowns. So the Saints desperately need to get him back involved in this offense as soon as possible. And Alave himself, he is going to draw Byron Murphy in coverage, and that is a matchup that Byron Murphy, he's won out on most of the premier wide receivers that he has faced so far this season, meaning that Marco Wilson is probably going to be on Traquan Smith or Marquez Callaway, which could be advantageous there to this Saints offense. Arizona sits ninth in fantasy points allowed to receivers this season, so it's important that someone makes some plays underneath because we know a lot of he's going to be able to stretch these defenses out, and there is going to be soft zones underneath for these other receivers to take advantage of. Let's talk about the Arizona Cardinals wide receivers now. When one goes down, another one rises from the ashes there. We know with Marquise Hollywood Brown going down, DeAndre Hopkins' suspension from PEDs, it is now officially over, and it could not have come at a better time, not only for Hopkins, but for the Cardinals as well. So not only does Hopkins automatically step into this role right now, and he's going to command a 30% target share, he will also be doing it against the Saints defense that is allowing 39.75 fantasy points per game to receivers and will likely be without Marshawn Lattimore, their best cover corner. Now, the last time that we saw a nuke, he was casually scoring touchdowns there, scoring eight of them in 10 contests back in 2021. Over that period there, over that 10-game stretch there, he would go on to record 572 receiving yards, hauling in 42 of 64 targets and averaging 13.6 yards per reception, doing this while battling his injuries himself. Now, he is going to need some help. We know one receiver cannot make this team, especially when Kyler Murray has been struggling much of the season. So, Rondell Moore, hey, your time isn't up yet. There is opportunity for Rondell Moore to carve out a bigger role, a larger role in this offense now that Brown is to miss significant time. In week number six, Moore hauled in six receptions for 49 yards and accounted for 28% of a target share there for the Cardinals. But the biggest takeaway from last week is that Moore ran a route on 98% of Kyler Murray's dropbacks in week number six, a number that has increased in each of the three weeks since he's returned from injury. Now, Moore now has seen 18 targets in the last two games. And per next-gen stats, Moore is tied for third amongst wide receivers when it comes to creating separation this season at 3.9 yards. Now, whether it's Marquise Brown, Robbie Anderson, A.J. Green, we know that Brown is going to miss time, but you know what? I felt I needed to talk about him somewhat here in this video. You know what? In fantasy, we just can't have nice things. Before the season even started, this game looked to be on par with one of the highest scoring offensive outputs that we could have imagined. We had Olave, we had Thomas, we had Hopkins, we had Marquise Brown. And with Thomas and his injuries starting to add up here, we're deprived of Hollywood Brown. The good news is, for Hollywood Brown and Cardinals fans, the foot injury is likely not going to be season-ending. It's probably not going to require surgery, but he will miss significant time. And Brown, he currently sits fifth in the NFL in receptions there, fourth in targets, seventh in the NFL in receiving yards. So there is plenty of vacated opportunities for someone to come up there and take advantage of. Now, Robbie Anderson, he got his wish. He started making trouble in the Panthers' neighborhood. And he got shipped off to the desert. Now, unfortunately, I'm not expecting him to be very involved in this offense here on that short week. Kind of remember there, if, even if he is available this week, he could be a healthy scratch because of the short week, much like we've seen Latavius Murray just a couple of weeks ago. As for A.J. Green, 
you know what? Sometimes you just need to know when to hang it up. And A.J. Green, I'm sorry, you're one of my favorite receivers of all time. Now may be that time. Finally, the tight end position here. We have to start off with Taysom Hill. Now, I have no idea what to call, what to consider Taysom Hill in this part of his career. He was a quarterback, then he got a tight end designation, and yet he is the only tight end that I can ever remember in NFL history to have 25 times as many rushing attempts as he has targets. Hill has one target this season for two yards. Meanwhile, he has 267 rushing yards on 25 attempts. Now, Jawan Johnson, now that is a tight end that I can get behind. You know, one that has been converted from a wide receiver. Now, Johnson, he caught four of six targets there last week for 41 yards, and he now has 170 yards on the season and 17 receptions, which in today's tight end economy is a solid tight end two type production, and he is 17th amongst tight ends in receiving yards. If you are looking for a tight end to stream, if you're a streaming tight end kind of guy, Johnson carries value against the Cardinals as they have been allowing the second most fantasy points this season to the tight end position, allowing 18.9 per contest, and they have allowed over 500 yards receiving and three touchdowns. And for the Cardinals tight end, we have a goodie, an oldie, and one of the best in the game today, we got Zach Ertz. While Jawan Johnson has a favorable matchup, Ertz finds himself facing one of the best defenses at defending tight ends this season in New Orleans. The Saints have allowed 192 yards and 6.7 fantasy points per game, and yet they still have not surrendered a touchdown to the position. Even in a tough matchup this week, it is hard to ignore the body of work that Zach Ertz has put together here in the last four weeks, in which he has posted the fifth most receiving yards amongst the tight ends, producing 210 of them, and he also has the third most fantasy points to date this season, trailing just Travis Kelsey and Mark Andrews, who really are in a tier all their own. With that being said, if you want to be in a tier all to your own, you need to head to FantasyPoints.com. You need to save yourself some money, so use promo code 22VIPERS10, and you get a one-stop shop for all your fantasy football needs from John Hansen, Scott Baird, Graham Barfield. I'm telling you right now, you get Tom Broly, you get Wes Huber, you get everyone over there breaking down everything you possibly need to win your weekly matchups. That said, we will see you next week.